David. I am Natalie. <laughs> How are you, Natalie? Good. I was just um, telling my dog that her face is very pointy. <laughs> she, has, she has a pointy face. <laughs> yeah. We're always in a weird mood when we do these, like... Nighttime. We're doing, like, an evening, a weekday evening, and we watched the shows two days ago. Yeah. We, usually, we try to re- always try to record right after we watch. Yeah. You know, so everything's still fresh, but... Uh, yeah, this is going to be rough. This is going to be a weird one. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, I don't know. What else is going on? What else do we have to, uh, to, to chat about? Um, let's see. How, how's 2024 treating you, Natalie? Um, pretty uneventful, you know? Yeah, so far. It's only only been a few days. I'm going to... I'm trying to have a gentle January. Okay. Um, where I'm, like, not too hard on myself. I'm gentle with myself. I'm not going okay. to place extra stress and pressure on myself. Okay. If I don't want to do something, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to try to take care of my body and my mental health. This all sounds very, I don't know, aspirational. But Yeah, but I think it's probably a good thing. That's what I'm doing. So gentle yeah. January. I'm doing the opposite. I'm like... You're going hard. I am. I started like... I don't want to say I started running. I started <laughs> adding running to my morning walk. I walk three miles pretty much every morning. Yeah. But I've started adding some like... Intermittent, like running and walking and running and walking. Eventually, I'll run more. I want to eventually just run the three miles. Yeah. But that'll take a while. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm a little bit sore from that. Yeah. But I've learned a lot about uh, good running form from mm-hmm. the internet. Yeah. But it makes it's night and day. I have to say, like um, I ran a couple days just natural, and my legs were feeling like shit afterwards. So I was like, what can I do better? And then I started running with a better form, and it's like. It is truly night and day. The main yeah. thing is that, like, if anyone out there is, like, looking to take up running, I think I've learned from, take it from me, a guy who's been running less than a week. Um, but something I learned is that, like, you're supposed to land, all right, you're supposed to land uh, midfoot. Yeah. Not on your heel, which yeah. is what I was doing. Because that's yeah. how you walk is, like, heel to, uh, you know. Heel to toe, mm-hmm. and I was doing that as I was running. It was really bad for your legs. You're not supposed to heel. run on your tippy toes. You, you can run on your tippy toes if you want, but yeah, midfoot. Uh, the yeah. midfoot strike is what it's called. I, I don't like running. I can't do it. I love walking. Like I'll walk 45 minutes a day, and I, yeah. I'll do, you know, yoga, and I've been doing weights. So I'm not saying I'm going to take a gentle, lazy January. I'm no, just going to do be easier on yourself. Movement that yeah. is for me, yeah. and it feels good. Um, but this isn't a podcast about how we take care of ourselves, right? Yeah. Um, it's also, I, I would, this is completely off topic, but, um, as like most couples, you and I have sort of like pet names for one another and you don't have any problem calling me Davey on the podcast because you call me Davey like all the time, mm-hmm. but I don't like on the podcast, I call you Natalie, and it always feels a little weird to me because yeah. that's not how I address you in our home ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Only when you're like scolding me. <laughs> and I'm like, Natalie? Yeah. Natalie Heather? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Normally, of course, I call you Sweetums. Yes. Dollface. Yes. <laughs> no, none of those. Uh, anyway, that's not what this podcast is about. This podcast is about friends and how I met your mother. We watch an episode of each show each week um we compare contrast recap we have all sorts of uh segments it's a lot of fun go Na- ahead natalie <laughs> okay <laughs> that was our 
Is he an electrician or plumber? No, he was a refrigerator guy. The refrigerator guy, guy that's yeah. right. Yeah. He had a very funny way of referring to me. Well, he also had a very, he was very specific about what kind of refrigerators he liked. Yeah. He liked the ones with the freezer as a drawer on the bottom. Yeah. And when you said like, oh, well, I like the side of the side ones, he was like, Natalie. <laughs> he might as well have said, oh, honey. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, anyway, let's start by talking, we're on season six, episode 16 of both shows. Season six, episode 16 of Friends is the one that could have been part two. Season 6, episode 16 of How I Met Your Mother is called Desperation Day. We're going to put a pin in Desperation Day. And we're going to start with season 6, episode 16 of Friends, the one that could have been part 2. We get special titles. Ugh, I, yeah. hate, I, hate I was it. trying to stall because I don't want to talk about this episode. Yeah, of it's just, it's stupid. Just it's, like, so everyone's dancing around in the fountain, but it's like in their alternate universe yeah. selves. So, yeah. of course, they've got Courtney Cox in. The fat suit, and it's terribly unfunny. Um, and what else? Like, uh, Chema has the backwards baseball cap. Uh, Rachel's wearing animal print in the fountain. I can't remember what else. I guess bus- Phoebe's like businesswoman Phoebe, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, I can't remember what the cold open was, or if there even is one. Maybe it just jumped in with the special titles. I don't, um, I don't remember anything. I didn't write anything down. Um, I think it's in Ross's apartment. Well, yeah, we, so we start in Ross's apartment after that. Okay. Where Ross is talking to Carol about the uh, threesome that she wants to do. Yeah. And Carol has a long list of candidates, and she doesn't want to have sex until they have the threesome. Yeah. Um, this is all because we, obviously, we know that she is gay and Ross doesn't. Um, Phoebe's still in the hospital, and they're still keeping it a secret from her that she was fired. Um... Rachel goes over to Joey's apartment, and it's a throwback to when Joey first got cast on Days of Our Lives, and he bought a bunch of, he moved into a fancy place and bought a bunch of dumb stuff, and, like, all that dumb stuff is back. Not just the dog, but, like, the little, like, fountain uh, rain window pane fountain fountain. thing that Mm -hmm. he, like, stared through sadly. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So that's fun. Um, But they don't seem to have sandwiches. I don't know if... Rachel, if they already ate them, or if Rachel forgot to bring the sandwiches. Yeah. Remember, that was the, at the that, end of the last yeah. episode, yeah. bring sandwiches. Um, back at Monica's place, she finally wants to do the deed with uh, Joe Mayo. Um, uh, Dr. Roger, I think, is the character's name, is what they call him on the show. But he was Joe Mayo on Seinfeld. Right, right, right. right. Um, so she's made a sensuous dinner of oysters, because they're But also, be like, a full Mediterranean spread yeah and she like makes couscous because she wants to eat it with by hands? hand which is yeah. i don't know do they do people do that no no it's not like ethiopian food no or indian food that you would eat with naan or whatever yeah um yeah i don't know, I don't know. um anyway uh but turns out he has to go joe mayo has to go back to the mayo clinic <laughs> he gets paged <laughs> um, and uh do you think he's working at beth israel medical center where phoebe is oh maybe maybe yeah um so then susan comes over um uh i've already i'm suddenly blanking on the car- on the actor's name it's gretchen from yeah. uh breaking bad yeah anyway so susan comes over to ross and chandler's apartment and she's all stoked to have sex with Carol and I guess technically Ross. Um, Jane Sibbett. 
Uh, no, that's Carol. Oh, oh, oh. Um, uh, Susan. Yeah. Sorry. I'm trying to, yeah. Uh, so Chandler comes over to enjoy the oysters. Jessica and Hecht. Jessica Hecht, yeah. And the couscous with, with Monica. Um, by the way, I love oysters. I know, obviously, you don't. Natalie, I've never had one, but I... You don't like seafood at I all? I um, eat meat. Yeah, and you do consider seafood or meat, which some people do Or bivalves. Don't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or mollusks? Or any I never had mollusks. I've had mussels. Oh, okay. I've pulled mussels from the shell, like the squeeze song. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I love oysters. It is hard for me. If there are oysters on a menu, it is hard for me not to be like, throw a couple of those on there. <laughs> I don't think it works like that. No, it often does. Like no. It's often like... Um, or maybe you get like five of them or whatever. Anyway, uh, they're really good. Uh, anyway, but I don't eat, I love couscous too. I don't eat it with my hands. You know who makes a damn good couscous is my Natalie here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with the big, thick Israeli couscous and you make it a little spicy, which I love. Yeah. The pearl couscous. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Um, so they're talking sex, uh, like Chandler figures out that Monica's never had sex, uh, and then Chandler says he's had sex nine times with four women. Nine times. Nine, like, because Monica says he's only had sex four times, and then he says nine times with four women. Um, this, I mean, obviously, like... When I say uh, nine times, you know what I'm referring to? No, I don't. To? Oh, okay. Um, the Beatles, number nine. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. You know how Ferris, like, hacks into the school's computer yeah. and he's, uh, Principal Rooney is like, he's missed nine times and then he, the the number, like, goes oh, down. Oh, keeps going yeah. down. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay. Um, I'm kind of, I was kind of like, uh, I mean, to be clear, my body count is higher than Chandler's, but, like, there was a time in my life that I was very self-conscious about the fact that I have a low body count, Mm -hmm. but unlike Chandler, who we find out is (laughs) telling a lot of lies, the difference is that I've been, like, I've just been a long-term relationship guy. Yeah. You know? I've been, like, you know, lost my virginity at 16, like everyone should. (laughs) That's not, I'm joking. Um, And I've been, like, sexually active the entire time, but I don't know why I, I had that same defensiveness that Chandler is. I, I felt it here when he's like, I haven't had sex four times. I've had sex with four women. Not, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that, but anyway, I very much felt that because yeah. I think what, as a, as a guy in my maybe late twenties, early thirties, I was like kind of self-conscious about it. Cause you I never had that phase of like being single and having, I never had, I never had a slut era. Yeah. And I also just don't think I'm wired to, um, yeah, maybe. You know? Um, yeah, I mean, but I did, the, the thing is, when my, before you, my last long-term relationship ended, I, that's what I said I was going to do, was mm-hmm. like, not necessarily be a slut or have one night stands, but I was like, I'm not going to get in a relationship for at least a year. Yeah. And then I met you and you blew up my plans. Because <laughs> I couldn't let you go. I had well, to. Well, you blew up my plans to yeah. be a, you know, single forever. Yeah. Golden gal. Golden cow, yeah, like uh, Abfab. Yeah, I was trying to think. I, why can't I remember their names? Um, oh my gosh. Yeah, it's been a ba- long time. Uh, not Babs. Anyway, uh, I know one of the daughters is Safi Saffron. Right. <laughs> well, only one of them has a daughter, right? Adina and Patsy. Uh, yeah, Adina and Patsy. 
But doesn't only one of them have a daughter? Or did yeah. They both have, okay. No, one of them has. It's been a long time since I've watched that Seth. show. Um, okay. So then Mon- Monica sort of jokes about, like, maybe I should sleep with you, Chandler. And uh, it's kind of a joke, but maybe it's kind of not. Um, uh, over at Joy's apartment, Rachel has gotten drunk, and they're listening to Duncan Sheik. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Monica and Chandler agree they're actually going to have sex. They turn off the lights because... Why do they turn off the lights? Because it's too weird that they're friends, I think. Yeah. Something like that? Yeah. Um... But then it cuts to them, like, post-coital, and she's like, we are definitely doing that again. Yeah. Which very much reminded me, because we just saw Poor Things, like, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. When she, the first time that uh, Emma Stone's character, whose name I've already forgotten, uh, has sex, she says, why do people not do this all the time? Yeah. Bella. Bella. Bella yeah. Baxter. Yeah. Um, good movie, Poor Things. Yeah. Uh, okay. Where was I? Um... Nothing. So Monica and Chandler may have had sex, but Joey and Rachel didn't because Joe because Rachel got drunk, threw up in the bathroom, passed on the couch. Uh, the next morning, she feels guilty about almost cheating on her husband. Um, Joey makes her feel better by giving her a prop from Days of Our Lives because yeah. she's like a super fan and she knows the whole thing. Anyway, he stole it from set. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. As long as they don't find out, you can take anything you want. Yeah. Um, blah blah blah. Phoebe sneaks out of the. Uh, the hospital room to go back to work because she still doesn't know she was fired. Uh, Ross and Joey are sitting in the hospital room waiting for her to come back and Ross tells Joey about the threesome um, and the story just keeps getting sadder and sadder that he like kind of got like excused from the threesome early on and then got bored and then like made a sandwich. Yeah. (laughs) Um, uh, So Monica having... Lost her V card, can't wait. There's now now can't wait to sleep with Joe Mayo. Yeah. So she's like cutting up a huge baguette. Mm-hmm. She's making little crostinis or something. I don't know what she's gonna what her plan is. Yeah. Um, and Chandler comes over and he's jealous that she now that they've slept together he doesn't like like the idea of her sleeping with Joe Mayo. Um, and then Chandler tries to pretend he's not jealous and then does karate, which is in this sideways universe is code for sexually frustrated. Yeah. Because Ross does karate. Yeah. Oh, sorry, karate. Um, So Rachel goes home and walks in on Barry, um, Mitchell Whitfield reprising his role, but Mm -hmm. it's not Jennifer Grey as Mindy, right? Right. Uh, It's the the neighbor's dog walker. Yeah. um, Which... um, I think either Chandler or Ross has a funny joke about later on. Do you remember? About um, her age? Yeah, what I'm hoping is an adult dog walker. Yeah, that was Ross. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. Um, so Phoebe finally gets back to work, finds out she was uh, fired by her boss, Paul Gleason. Yeah, speaking of John Hughes movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you mess with the bull, you get the horns, you know? Can you describe <laughs> the ruckus? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but don't worry, he's also... Um, uh, Dwayne Johnson from what is it? Dwayne Dwayne. Anyway, he's from Die Hard. Right. Which we oh, just right. Watched. But he always plays an asshole. Like, yeah. Is it is his name Dwayne Johnson? Like The Rock. I wonder. 
Hold on, now I have to look. Yeah, he always, he's always playing like a smarmy, a smarmy guy. Yeah. Like, in Die Hard, he's he's so funny though. Like he's so good at being the butt of the joke. Um. Because doesn't he says, no Dwayne Robinson. That's what oh, it okay. is. Because Bruce Willis says, "I'm not the one who just got butt fucked on national TV, Dwayne." Ooh. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but he's very funny in Die Hard 2. He has one of the funniest lines when the roof blows up and the FBI helicopter catches on fire with it. And he goes, we're going to need some new FBI guys, I guess. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we love Paul Gleason. Um, yeah, R.I.P. Yes, R.I.P. Um, then uh, Phoebe has another heart attack right there in the office. And there's a very funny bit that we'll get to in Funniest Moments. Um, but I wanted to point out the actress who who says. Oh, I know, because that's in mine too. Um. Okay. Yeah, we'll say the. Should we just say what it is? Um. Um. Let's see. As um, Phoebe's having a heart attack, and like a woman walks into the room and is like, "Oh, hey, Phoebe, welcome back. How are you?" And she's like, "They fired me, and I'm having a heart attack." And she goes, "Well, oh, welcome, welcome back." back. <laughs> and just walks off. Just keeps walking. So that woman, uh, her name. She's credited as Lisa Calderon. She is now Lisa Avery. Uh, but she she will appear a couple more times as different characters in the show and actually appears uh, in an episode of Joey, the spinoff. Huh. Um, but uh, she apparently was a longtime stand-in on the show. Oh, okay. Um, this is, this is kind of like uh, if you know on Seinfeld, if you know what Kramer's stand-in looks like, you will see him all the time. On the show, they would always put him in little bit parts, huh. or just having him just in, to him keep in the him background. Yeah, because they liked working. him. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you could tell he's Kramer. He's older than Kramer, but he's like a, another tall guy with like tall hair. Yeah, that you can see sometimes. Um, anyway, so now good for Lisa Calderon or Lisa Avery knee Calderon. Um, let's see. Rachel comes. Uh, to I think she's the perk looking for Joey, but instead she like. Goes off on Ross and saying that men are bad Mm -hmm. because Barry cheated on her. Yeah. Um, But then Ross tells her his story about his wife and Rachel's the first one to point out that Carol's probably gay. Um, Joe Mayo got beeped again, but it turned out it was Chandler somehow who like called in an emergency to... The Mayo Clinic? I'm not sure how he did it. That's what I was wondering. Like, you don't just page a doctor. Yeah. And the if, hospital would page the doctor. But yeah, but to, like, but why would he be the only doctor yeah. on, like... Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then he tells Monica how he feels, and they kiss, and there's a funny joke about how his, like, four women keeps being actually fewer women. Yeah. Uh, and then at the very end, they're back at the perk, um, and Phoebe is... Strumming the guitar and singing a song. Mm-hmm. Monica and Rachel are together, I guess. Sorry, Monica and Chandler are together. Rachel's leaving Barry. Uh, Ross is um, uh, marriage is probably ending. So it is kind of returning to the status quo. Yes, yes. Anyway, that's the episode. Um, Any Phoebe's other? song, I don't remember. It was about like her them job. Firing her. Yeah, yeah, them firing her. And then it has the... La 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 la, la yeah. which she'll return to as a <laughs> motif. Um, any other stray observations, or should we move on to funniest moments? Um, 
Yeah. But we already did one, so I'll do my only other one. Okay. Which is when Rachel's being flirtatious with Joey and she asks, where does Dr. Drake Ramore end and Joey Tribbiani start? <laughs> and he says, with, well, with Dr. Drake, they always tell me what to say. And with Joey, I pretty much have to make it on my own. <laughs> Um, yeah, that was very funny. Um, I knew you were going to put it down because you laughed out loud. Yeah. Um, when Joey's like showing Rachel around the apartment, he shows obviously the, um, the dog and the dog's name. I forgot the dog's name. Yeah, me too. Has a name. Um, but he also shows the, like the fountain and he said, and if you thought you could put a fish in there and it wouldn't get sucked up in the mechanism, you'd be wrong. (laughs) Which I was thinking, sad, like, sad for that fish. It's very sad, um, but I wonder if, like, he asked Phoebe for one of those goldfish. <laughs> um, no, because that's in a different yeah, different universe, a whole different universe. Yeah, um, this Phoebe businesswoman Phoebe doesn't carry goldfish. Also, when Ross is telling Joey about the threesome, Joey is sort of like thinks that he's like trying to proposition him (laughs) and he says look carol's great and i'm sure you're a very attractive man (laughs) (laughs) um and then when ross is talking about how um he was kind of like left out of the threesome Mm -hmm. he goes she kept kicking me away (laughs) and he does like the action of kicking oh yeah that was so funny. I can't believe I didn't, like, write that down. I thought yeah. I did, because it was so funny that it was, like, um, that Susan kept kicking him. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. 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 Uh, make it fashion? I don't have anything. It um, wasn't a fashionable Rachel episode. has hair charms, much like Phoebe. Like Phoebe did? Yeah, that's right. Um, she went Joey to see looks great in a turtleneck, as usual. Yeah. Um, Rachel has a cow jacket. Keeping up the theme, yeah. Um, and then, like, a purple mohair sleeveless top underneath Oh, right, it. that's yeah, right. it's real yeah. tacky. Not oh, good. Pat the dog. The dog is Pat. Pat. Yes. Oh, I get, like, Pat the dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's under the umbrella? Okay, after Chandler and Monica have sex, he says, oh, my God. Yeah. And she says, I know! <laughs> Which is cute. Very um, cute. Ross... So he gets bored after like being kicked out of the threesome and makes himself a sandwich. <laughs> yeah. And Joey is obsessed That's with right. the sandwich. He wants details of the sandwich. He wants details of the sandwich. Yeah. Um, Monica calls herself a slut. Um, Monica makes way too much food for two people. <laughs> Always. When she's trying to seduce the doc. Yeah, Dr. Roger, a.k.a. Joe Mayo. Yeah. Um, and also, you don't want, like, a full Mediterranean feast if the goal is sex, you know? I don't know if this Monica has read Dan Savage, if, if she knows the fuck first, fuck first advice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the best advice, I think. Yeah. Um, do you have anything? No. Okay. Should we take a quick break? Yeah. Whoa, sweet man cave. Thanks. Serious upgrade. How'd you pay for all this? I got a home equity line of credit from Figure. I was approved in five minutes and had funding in five days. Wow, that fast and easy? Yep, the application is 100% online, plus no out-of-pocket costs, just fast access to the cash you need. How do I get started? Go to figure.com and get that serious upgrade. 
Figure Lending LLC DBA Figure. Equal Opportunity Lender. NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Okay, we're back and we are ready to talk about How I Met Your Mother Season 6, Episode 16, Desperation Day. Natalie, take it away. Okay. So Ted and Zoe had their first kiss and he describes it as amazing and complicated. So they have a... They're off to kind of a rocky start because she's still kind of... She fully divorced yet or is she still... I don't know if they're if the, know the papers have been signed or whatever. So yeah. they're kind of they have different like ideas of dates. Like he wants to do these like romantic date nights at like fancy Italian restaurants, yeah. and she wants to just bake cookies at her house. Which baking cookies, I guess, is like a unequivocal, unequivocal sex sex invite. Yeah, but, and then I was um, hoping you were going to say it. I was, but it's more of like they use the term like booty calls. That, right. like, women yeah. do that, too. And that's her version of a booty call because they're at McLaren's talking about it. Um, Lily is all horned up, missing Marshall. Um, he's been gone for a really long time yeah. in Minnesota, quote-unquote, taking care of his mom. Yeah. Um, so we learn about the... Um, Valentine's Day, or the February 13th is Desperation Day, and of course it's like Barney's stupid like historical throwback, dates back a thousand years to St. Valentine, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And it's like the day where you avoid going to sleep with them on the 13th or else they're going to want to be your like romantic Valentine the next day. Yeah. So get them when they're just desperate enough and then get rid of them in time, you know... To still be a creep on Valentine's Day. Um, Robin decides to hang with some friends from work instead. Um, Lily decides to go to Minnesota because things are getting weird. She and Marshall had this tradition of um, watching Predator. I guess they were going to watch right. Sleepless in Seattle, but Marshall's dad or Marshall's brother taped over yeah. it with Predator. Yeah. So then it just became a tradition, which is cute. And I like that um, uh, he he does mention that he has already seen Sleepless in Seattle five times. Yeah. Which, He's a big Sleepless in Seattle. Yeah, fan. that's not surprising. Um, meanwhile, Ted brings over a bag to Zoe's house, and she doesn't like that and asks him to leave. He does. Um, Minnesota. So Lily is um, in Minnesota. Marshall is... Continuing to regress. He's a full-on child <laughs> with a Game Boy. Yeah. Um, Judy is like, get him out of my house. So right. Lily comes to find that Judy is not being helped by Marshall, but rather just like being in her role as a mother to a little child. Yeah. Um, hmm. um, he's regressing and she caught him abusing himself. <laughs> This is Judy. Um, let's see. Um, Zoe shows up at Ted's and she said, I overreacted. I'm ready. To his overnight bag? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Barney is stalking helpless prey with like an infrared predator light. So he's like. Well, yeah, it's pr Predator's vision. Yeah. I've never seen Predator. I kind of assumed yeah. you had not seen Predator. But so I that's know how that Predator, predator has like night vision. Well, no, heat vision. That's heat what it vision. is. Heat vision, yeah. 
Yeah. So he's just looking for warm bodies to... That are alone, specifically. Who are alone, yeah. who are... Um, yeah, who have no self-esteem. But then he makes the predator clicking sound, which I like. Yes, yes, yes. Um, let's see. Um, okay, so Ted kind of gets freaked out. Five hours later, Ted flies to Minnesota because he's freaked out about Zoe not being freaked out by him bringing a bag over. So it's all getting a little too... But it's not about her not being freaked out. It's that she wants to, once she's okay with it, she suddenly wants to go, like, she's talking about, like, this is a story we'll tell yes. for years, and suddenly she's going from zero to yes. so commitment. Yeah, so he's panicking a little bit. Yeah. Um, a little bit of Chandler there. Yeah. Um, Robin's co-workers come to McLaren's. Um, Bev is played by Lennon Parham. Yes, that's true. Yeah. And they're wearing purple. Purple is pride, and they're queens. Yeah. And they don't care about Valentine's Day. Yeah. Um, they're anti-Valentine's Day. Um, Ted regresses with Marshall, and they're playing video games yeah. and bossing around Judy. Yeah, don't say that, because that's one of yeah, the funniest moments. Yeah. Yeah. Lily says, like, this is pathetic. I'm going home. Meanwhile, at McLaren's, a third co-worker shows up. Her name is Nora, and she's a hottie. She's... Um, Barney, like, asks her why she's not wearing purple, and she's protesting their protest by not wearing purple because yeah. she is kind of a romantic and Barney pretends to be a gooey romantic too but he's not fooling Nora she's too smart um, Marshall misses his dad so much and he this is very sweet but he remembers like feeling so safe in a very dark car like driving at night with his dad like oh, he always yeah. trusted how his dad would always like keep him safe no matter what. Mm -hmm. um, and he just misses him. He's gone all of a sudden, and that's heartbreaking. And it's great that we get Bill uh, figure back back. Yes. Yeah, the, we get like little, little flashbacks. flashbacks. Yeah. Um, Barney admits to Nora um, that he's not a romantic and tells her that she's desperate. Um, the the friends end up like giving up their like we're queens tonight we don't care and like try to find dates mm -hmm. leave everyone um ted is too scared to face reality but he knows it's time to go back marshall misses his wife uh, barney kind of woos nora yeah purple girls give up barney likes nora so marshall and ted want to get back in time so Marshall can watch Predator with Lily and they're like we're not going to be able to find a flight we'll drive and then um, uh, yeah Marshall is driving and then yeah we get his dad like I couldn't see either buddy I just like I just did it because I loved you guys you know yeah. like my whole family was in the car it was very yeah, sweet very sweet um, Zoe comes over with a bag um Robin set up Norma, Nora, Nora to be Barney's laser tag partner, and they're both into it, and yeah. that's really fun. Yeah. Marshall gets home in time to watch The Predator with Lily, and Lily breaks up with Pillow Marshall, which we met before, because <laughs> yeah. she was getting weird and desperate. Dressing up a body pillow in Marshall's clothes. Yeah, um, <laughs> and then that's it. Yeah. Um, let's see. You talked about most of... The stuff, but yeah, a couple things um, I wanted to bring up in the flashback to Marshall and Lily's first 
Valentine's Day together. They are getting drunk in a horrible way that only <laughs> college freshmen could. Did you see what they were drinking? No. I could... Red jug wine mixed with orange soda. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess that's kind of like sangria. <sighs> I guess. It would be, but it's not good wine. But I guess you don't use good wine to make sangria. I mean, I drank um, Boone's Farm. Drank. Drank, yeah. Past tense. Yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah. And so I'm saying that I'm not, like, judging them. I'm just saying this is, like, very much how people who are yeah. not old enough to buy alcohol. Yeah. Like, we also drank, um, like, those, like, obviously, like, those big, um, not Colt 45s. We drank those, too. Yeah. But, like, Natty like Ice. Nat, oh, yeah. Natty Ice. Yeah. Um, and I love those, like, club drinks that they had at 7-Eleven that they were, like, mixed hard alcohol. Okay, I don't know. They were called those. Club, and they were in little cans. Yeah, that was ahead of its time, because now, like, now pre-mixed uh, yeah. RTD, ready to drink uh, And also bo- booze balls, right? Yeah, those are, like, like cut water and all yeah. those are big business. But, yeah, yeah they're, um, no, I don't know. I didn't know the ones you were talking about, but I do remember very briefly um, Captain Morgan had rum and coke that was, like, a yes. glass. It was a glass bottle, like you would have a bottle of beer or a bottle of coke, but it was rum and coke. Um, or rum and coal. I don't know if it was actually, it probably wasn't actually a Coca-Cola partnership. And also like um, Smirnoff Ice. Sure, yeah. Um, um, let's see. So yeah, jug wine and orange soda. Um, Marshall's t-shirt. Apparently he went to Tarkenton High School, which is, Tarkenton is a reference to Fran Tarkenton, the Minnesota Vikings uh, quarterback, who I don't think really has a high school named after him. This is a joke. Um Ted refers to his slippers as British morning socks. I know, I know. You look to me for uh, like male clothing stuff. Mm-hmm. That's made up. Yeah. There's no such thing as British morning socks. Okay. Uh, I was cur- I was confused as to how Marshall got in the apartment at the end when he surprised Lily. <laughs> like, yeah, how did he get he in? Swooped in from shower the other and direction. shave, yeah. change, pour a glass of wine, and then sneak up on her. He didn't come in through the front. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> I noticed that too. Uh, and then. Yeah, um, Nazanin Baniati, uh, Nazanin Baniati, who plays Nora, um, obviously, we, uh, let's not beat her on the bush, she's beautiful. Gorgeous. Uh, and, um, luckily, we will see more of her, as you can probably tell, that, oh yeah. You remember those? clubs, whiskey yeah. sour, strawberry margarita, and pina colada. Yeah, this is um, this might be a fun call to action for, for friends and mothers. Like, what were your um, underage? Yeah, what did you drink choice? underage? Yeah, yeah, that's a great. Yeah, because um, we all you know drank things that we weren't proud, or you know even like or ten years just later. What you get your hands on? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Schmirnoff Ice Zima. I've never had a Zima to this day. Oh, I, it was like what was in your like friend's parents' fridge, you right. know? Yeah, wine coolers. Yeah. Drink Mike, a lot Mike's Hard Lemonade. <laughs> Boone's Farm. Yeah, yes. Um, Schmirnoff. Uh, yeah, we said Schmirnoff Ice. Anyway, as I was saying... Sorry. It should be obvious based on the way the episode ends, but this is not the last we will see of Nazanin Baniati as Nora. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, How I Met Your Mother, Funniest Moments. What do you got? Okay. Um, when... I don't, this is probably in yours too. Well, you've already, all of the rest of mine are already taken because of the predator thing. So I only have one left. (laughs) Okay. So I have two from, uh, Marshall regressing and Marshall and Ted want, um, Sunny D 
And Judy screams, is orange juice okay? And they both scream, no! Yeah. Because <laughs> it, like, harkens back to yeah. Sunny D, or um, orange yeah. juice, purple, purple stuff. stuff. Sunny yeah. D. Um, was your other one about the sandwiches? Um, I had one about the sandwiches, yes. Okay, so, so I'll take, since you took all of mine now. You could take sandwiches. Uh, yeah, he, um, when they're getting ready to go on the road trip, Marshall was like, Shout, still shouting orders to his mom about what to pack for the road trip. And he says, like, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And Ted whispers, crust cut off. And he goes, crust cut off. <laughs> yeah, because he's like, no, we are men. Then they said, leave the crust on. Cru- mom, leave the crusts on. Um, also, Marshall says, um, hot pocket o'clock was 10 minutes ago. Um, uh, you don't have any affinity for Hot Pockets. I love Hot Pockets, right? Um, yeah. I mean, I haven't had one in forever. I mean, I think I've had... Because I started being a vegetarian at the age of, like, 13. Yeah. And I feel like I missed Hot Pockets as, like, a go-to snack. Are there not... Are they all meaty? I'm trying to think, because I know there's, obviously there's the ham and cheese, which is my I mean, go-to. there's like the vegan ones and vegetarian ones, like Morningstar has them now. No, I mean, like, this Hot Pockets brand. There's no, uh, like. No, they have a four cheese pizza. I don't think they used to, but it's not something no, my parents what they have now. would buy. Yeah. You know? My, my parents either. Yeah. Really. So I didn't grow up with them. Um, I did I'm love. Like, I'm talking more like college me would, would, would eat Hot Pockets. Speaking of Marshall's request, like, I loved Uncrustables. <laughs> Never had an Uncrustable. Oh, they're delicious. Hmm. No, I think my go-to... Oh, yeah. Okay, here. Like, what are your go-to friends and mothers? Like, oh, yeah. Childhood snacks. Childhood snacks. Yeah. After-school snacks. Yeah, after-school snacks. Yeah. Okay. I loved so, the Gusher. Um, I loved a Handy Snack. Here... Which is the original charcuterie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, here are my top three. Number three, uh, super pretzel, soft pretzel. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Number two, a Tina's microwave burrito, preferably ble- uh, beef and beans with green chili. That was my favorite, but I like pretty much all the Tina's. And they still make Tina's, and they're still like 30 cents a, <laughs> a, a, a burrito. I definitely have eaten them uh, in leaner times. And then number one... Uh, and I'm now I'm forgetting what they're even called because they're they don't they're not available in grocery stores out here. I don't know if they still are in the Midwest, but it's a super pretzel product mm-hmm. that is little microwavable cheese filled pretzel bites, soft pretzels. Oh, that you get them, so good. You get them like a little wet and put the salt on them, and they have cheese inside. You put them in the microwave, or if you have time and you're a connoisseur. You do it in the oven because they were so great in the oven. If you yeah. if you wanted to take the full forty minutes to get them ready and everything, yeah. But uh, God, what were those called? Soft sticks, soft sticks, super okay. pretzel soft sticks. Now I have to look up if super pretzel soft sticks. I normally hate being the kind of like nostalgia like. That's okay. It's fun. But like, that's also the name nature of the episode. Yeah. Um, let's see, soft sticks. Well, here's an air fryer recipe. So yeah, they still make them. Okay. You just can't get them. Um, but look at that. How good does that look? Although, where's the salt? There's stuff in the yeah. Yeah, there's cheese in the middle. It's so good. Okay. I'll trust you. I, I tend to not, like, 
I don't know. But you and I went to the movies recently to see Chicken Dawn, Chicken Chicken Run Dawn of the Nugget. Yeah. At one of those, like a full service thing. We didn't get a full meal. Yeah. We got some pop, some popcorn, and we got a side of baked like pretzel Pretzels. sticks. Yeah. And it had a cheese dipping sauce. Yeah, that was good. So imagine that, yeah. except the cheese is already inside. I guess I don't trust that the preparation of it would, like, it, it, the cheese would either be too hot or too cold. And the microwave, you run that risk. Yeah. That's why you take the time and do it in the oven. Or, yeah. I mean, now you could do it in the air fryer and it would be yeah. much faster yeah. and delicious. Uh, my after school oh, snack man. is similar to what I would eat now as a snack, which is popcorn. I love okay. popcorn okay. always. Oh, listeners, if you, I gotta, I gotta get some, I gotta get some soft sticks. <laughs> Um, no, I'm trying to be healthier this year. I'm not getting soft sticks. Yeah. But yeah, um, I really miss soft sticks. I also liked graham crackers. Yeah. So I'm a, a Puritan at heart. Did I ever tell you the story about my little sister's nightmare? They were, oh, that you <laughs> that, took her graham crackers. Well, yeah. You, like, my parents woke up, and we were very young. This was like at our old house. So I would have been like five or six, and she would have been like three or four. And my parents woke up, and my little sister was standing at the foot of the bed just bawling. And they're like, Aaron, what's wrong? And she said, David took my graham cracker. But it, that didn't happen. It, never it was in a dream. It was in the middle of the night. But that she had a terrible nightmare that I took her graham cracker. Um, do you remember, you had fruits, you were a fruit snacks uh, household? Did you have fruit snacks? I guess, yeah. Sometimes you, for our lunches, maybe you have a gusher. But did you have the ones that were sharp? Yes, we had the sharp ones. Those are good. And sometimes yeah. there would be like a white one. Yeah. Or like a pastel one mixed in oh. with. I remember the white ones, yeah. Those were so good. Yeah. Yeah. We've done this before. On this podcast? Yeah, because I remember talking about, not this, we talked about, like, um, childhood drink, because I talked about... um, Those uh, twisty things? The Kool-Aid squeezes. Squeezes. Okay. Next time we get COVID, we should, like, indulge in our, like, childhood snack fantasies. Yeah, we should, like... Have some soft sticks sent from the Midwest and dry ice, yeah. <laughs> so we can make them. Yeah. Um, hey, or we could just not get COVID again. Um, I don't know. This sounds like a really fun plan. <laughs> <laughs> also, springtime's coming up, and I I have gotten COVID the last two springtimes. You only got it. You're coming up on two years COVID free. Yeah. You only got it once. I just got I, it the once. Yeah. I got it. We both got it spring 2022, and then I got it spring 2023, and somehow you didn't. It's really going around and, now. Like, yeah, a lot of people seem to be getting it. The, the JN1 or whatever it's yep. called. Yeah. Yep. Okay. This episode's all over the place. Yep. Uh, any more funniest moments? Um, you already talked about the predator sounds. Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, when when um, Barney is telling the story about St. Valentine... It's the, instead of um, a high five, they give high V's because it's <laughs> Roman right. numerals. Yeah. And instead of um, a perfect 10, it's a perfect X. Yeah, you're, yeah, she's a perfect X. That's yeah. right. I like that. Um, we should watch Predator. Good movie. Eh, not for me. You like Die Hard? I do, yeah. Same director. You love The Hunt for Red October. <laughs> Same director. <laughs> I've seen The Hunt for Red October. <laughs> That's also it. a funny story that you were like, how old were you? I was like... What year was it out? It was probably 10 or 11? Yeah, like 91 or yeah. something. So you're like 10 years old yeah. and your friend's dad took you and your friend, two 10-year-old girls, <laughs> to see the hunt for 1990, so I was nine. Yeah. <laughs> Two-hour, 15-minute thriller action. <laughs> and my friend Teresa DeRuccio and I were so bored. I, I can only imagine. We were like crawling around the floor. Like we were just like trying to keep ourselves busy. Um, 
it actually is a really good movie, is the thing. But like you yeah, were for yeah. Mr. DeRusio. <laughs> okay. He was a cop, by the way. Let's move on move on to how I met your mother would make it fashion. Um I have nothing. Uh, I like the purple outfits. I like the idea of wearing purple. I liked the outfit that Nora wore instead of the purple, where she's mm. got like a black and white, like a polka dot blouse and a mustard colored like cardigan over it. Yeah. I love great. mustard yeah. as a color. And a, why am I so hungry today? Just talking about food. Uh, and then also, um, Zoe wears the wishbone necklace again. Yes, she does. Yeah. yeah. Uh, under the umbrella, let's see. Um, we get historical flashbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a funny joke that, like, for the first time when Barney starts telling his bullshit story, he actually gets the facts right. And Ted's like, that's actually true. And he's like, wait. And then he keeps mm-hmm. telling more. Yeah. Um, we get uh, people eating f- Chinese food out of the container. Yes. Um, which, man, I'm getting so hungry. <laughs> i got to make dinner after this. Yeah. Uh, and... Um, uh, Barney does, Barney does a magic trick. Yeah, yeah, he has a pigeon, like a pigeon trick. <laughs> but or wait, a dove, a dove. He was going to do it on someone, and they walked away, and he just does it, like, for no one. I think it was for Nora. Yeah, that's right. Oh, there was, um, I missed, this was in my funniest, but it was, like, the date that Barney was, like, hitting on at first, and then at one point she's... Um, She's like, I'm all stretched out, and she's doing splits on the bar. Yeah, so she's a gymnast. She's a gymnast. And he's got her on the hook. He's yes, like yes. L- reeling her in. Yes. And then he is but she's a starstruck yeah. by uh, Nora. Yeah. But, yeah, the gymnast, whose name I've forgetting, forgotten. Hey, I'm all stretched uh, out. He's doing the splits on the bar yeah. at McLaren's. Anything goes at McLaren's, I guess. Yeah. Um, anything else under the umbrella that I missed? Um, no. What do you have for similarities? Okay. Um, sexual frustration. Okay. Karate and also Lily. <laughs> Lily getting weird. Missing Marshall. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also making romantic dinners to seduce. Um, oh, because um, Lily does it with the pillow. Lily makes one for the pillow. <laughs> and also... Um, like Ted wants to make romantic dinners for right, right. Zoe. Yeah. Um, let's see. Lily makes a sandwich for Marshall. <laughs> Ross makes a sandwich during his threesome. Um, oh wait, yeah, and Judy makes sandwiches. And Judy makes sandwiches. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, and I guess Lily brings them up to Marshall and Ted. Yeah. That's all I had. Because there is, there was the one time. Um, there was the episode about how. Uh, Marshall's dad is, like, way too in her business. Yeah. And he calls her while she's making a sandwich and, like, corrects her condiments or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, let's play favorites. Okay. Three, two, one. How How I I Met met Your Mother. mother. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, on the one hand, if you could... I feel like I've talked a lot of shit about How I Met Your Mother earlier this season, but I'm going to, like, be a... A, a hypocrite and say this is actually one of the things that's good about television um, see if you're one of those people who watches Lost for the answers and gets frustrated that there are none you might be frustrated by this stretch you know but I as a, uh, as a long time TV watcher I like this idea of like we need to fill some time let's 
let's see what we can do. Let's let's create a story. And so this stretch of episodes about Marshall's dad, I think, is a really great way to say, like, uh, yeah, we don't know when we're going to get around to revealing who yeah. Ted's kid's mother is. Yeah, there are other things there are going other on things, with And they can people. find other things. Yeah. And, and with the characters they've established, and we've known um, Marvin Sr. for years at this point. Yeah. So, and this um, is like a true emotional arc. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I, I really like this. Me too. Um, okay. We don't have any correspondence because nothing is posted since the last time we no did. No one listens to this bullshit. <laughs> um, headlines. Okay. Well, sorry. Headlines. It's not called headlines. It's my favorite segment to introduce. It's yeah. called, how are we doing? Yeah. It's listed as headlines in my notes. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, this is where we look at what was happening in the world in the days these episodes aired. But this episode of Friends that we watched aired the same night as last week. So I don't have anything new for that. So we will just do... Season 6, episode 16 of How I Met Your Mother, Desperation Day, aired on Valentine's Day 2011. Mm. Uh, February 14th is when that is. Um, and on that day, according to this website here... Um, hold on. where I just had it. 10 Downing Street, which is where the British Prime Minister mm-hmm. works and lives, uh, gets a new cat to help fight mice. Yes. That cat is still around. His name is Larry. This is his official portrait from 2016, oh, five years after so he, regal. he Literally. started. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was born in 2007, and he is um, still alive. I mean, he's, yeah, he's 16 or 17, wow. which is good. Our cat lived to almost 19. Um, and he his, his chief mouser to the cabinet office is his title. Uh the Wikipedia article makes sure to make it clear that this is not the prime minister's cat. This cat is cared for by the staff of Downing Street, of 10 Downing right. Street. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, good good for him. Good um, job, Larry. Yeah, keep it going, uh, Larry. He was born a stray cat, came into the possession of the Battersea Dogs and Cats home, and then he was adopted by Downing Street staff. Initially intended to be a pet for then PM David Cameron's children, uh, but they found out he was a good ratter and a mouser. Uh, he had a high chase drive and hunting instinct. Um, so uh, in 2012, Battersea Dogs and Cats Home said that Larry's publicity had resulted in a 15% surge of people adopting cats. So good for Larry. Yeah. Um, anyway. So uh, there's... It's a surprisingly long Wikipedia article. I'm obviously <laughs> not going to read all of that, but he's he's still around. Good for him. Um, here he is sleeping in his little bed by the window. Aww. Yeah, he's a, he's a good cat. Yeah. Um, okay. Apparently, at one point, if you went to Google's uh, Street View of ten number ten Downing Street, you could see. Larry asleep next to the door in the, the oh, little window I just showed you, cute. but it's not there anymore. Um, top five songs in the U.S. on that day. Why did I say it? I didn't have it up. Top five songs. At number five, Dr. Dre, I Need a Doctor. I don't even remember that. Uh, at number four, Pink, Fucking Perfect. At number three, Katy Perry, baby, you're a fine word. Do you think her appearance on How I Met Your Mother like kept that song in the top five? I wonder. Yeah. Uh, and number two, Bruno Mars' Grenade. Ugh. And at number one, Wiz Khalifa, 
black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow. I like that song. Yeah. Um, so that's that. Uh, our final segment is called Challenge Accepted. This is where we try to predict what's going to happen next week on both shows using only the episode titles to guide us. But first, let's see how we did on our previous predictions. I think I did all right. You did. You were spot on. Um, I said, even in the Flash Sideways universe, Monica and Chandler's love cannot be denied. So I correctly predicted they would end up together at the end of this episode. Um, you said Robin and Barney from the singles table are racing against the clock to find a paramour for V-Day. Yeah, not even close. I mean, it actually, it's not not close. Neither of them were trying to find a date for Valentine's Day. Barney was trying to find a date. For the day before. For the day before Valentine's Day. Yeah. He and just Robin was trying to not. Avoid it, yeah. Yeah, she wanted to wear purple. So point for Davy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me write that down. Point for Davy. Uh, that's how I write it in my notes. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's make a prediction. But first, I'm going to need you to vamp for a second here. Oh, okay. Chocolate mochi ice cream. Fried olive bites. Pretzel bread pudding. Holiday vegetable hash. Organic pitted medjool dates. That sounds good. Light eggnog. Okay. Season 6, episode 17 of Friends is called The One with Unagi. I'm already predicting I'm going to be annoyed. Okay. Because I feel like... I mean, these, these characters might be New Yorkers, but, like, the very Midwestern sensibility, right? The Friends? Yeah, the Friends. And obviously the writers are square, and the writing for a mainstream American audience. I feel like there's going to be some sort of, like, raw fish is is gross joke. Hmm, okay. Because Unagi is, um, I love Unagi. It's a freshwater eel that you eat raw at Mm a sushi restaurant. It's my favorite things it's um something that you and um your mom and i have in common Mm -hmm. that's like from the moment i met your family they're they're big sushi people so we go to sushi a lot with your family and one of the first things she and i noticed was that we both love to order unagi and we also like because it has like a eel sauce which is like sweet so we we both like save it for the end of the meal like it's a little dessert of freshwater eel (laughs) i mean the fact that monica is like a gourmand and she so maybe she'll be the one like, uh, okay, okay. Monica, does she take them out for sushi? Or does she attempt to prepare sushi? I'm not trying to give you any hints. I'm just saying, like, no, no, Monica I'm just, I'm, I'm made just talking oysters. You know, like I'm she's... just talking it through. Oh, okay. So I'm going to say, yeah, um, use your insight. Not as I'm taking it as a clue. Because I don't even remember what this no, it's just, is. No, this is just a jumping off point. I'm going to say Monica attempts to, watch me hedge my bets here, introduce the gang to, oh fuck, sorry, (laughs) to uh, sushi and they are grossed out like the... Lamos. Basics they are. Lamos that they 
are. Because I like, I've tried to tell you this before, like, because you not only grew up in Southern California, near the coast, but with sushi-loving parents. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think you fully appreciate how much in the 80s and 90s, sushi just, sushi was a punchline. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, like, ew. Yeah, because it's yeah. raw fish. It seems yeah. so strange. Um, and uh, um, I didn't have it until I think my junior or senior year of high school. Yeah, that seems so bizarre. Yeah, that I had I, I had uh, sushi in like a, in small town Missouri. It was so weird. Have, I feel like I've told this story on the podcast before. I think you might have, yeah. Okay. We're well, just repeating ourselves at this yeah. point. Yeah. Well, I uh, had it in small town, Missouri. Go find the episode where I talked about it before yeah. if you want to hear the story because it's sounding familiar to me as I'm saying it. Uh, so that's my that's my guess. Um, obviously, I mean, Phoebe's not going to be grossed out, but she won't eat it because she's vegetarian. Right? Mm-hmm. Unless she's... Pescatarian? Pescatarian. Yeah. Um is there, a, again, I think I'm repeating myself. Mm-hmm. Pescatarian means like vegetarian except for fish. Mm-hmm. But is there a word for someone who is vegan except for fish? I guess it could be like a, I don't know. Pesco vegan? Pesco vegan. There's yeah. like ovo lacto vegetarians. Yeah. So maybe. Yeah. But I don't think anyone would claim to be vegan and eat fish. It's okay to eat fish. I don't have any feelings. <laughs> Inaccurate. It's a great song. <laughs> great song. Inaccurate. Okay. Season 6, episode 17 of How I Met Your Mother is called Garbage Island. Okay. We already know what Garbage Island is, right? Do we? I feel like you're right, but I forget. Okay. Um... Okay, someone is dating, no, um, is that what they call Long Island? Garbage Island? Do you remember this episode? I'm jogging my own memory right now because I couldn't remember. Okay, Um, because I remember where, what, Ted was dating someone who lived so far away and he was always on the subway. Where was that? Well, that was when he was with Stella. Yeah. Where did she live? New Jersey. New Jersey. Okay. So, no, I don't think we have encountered, rereading it, no, we have not encountered Garbage Island before. Okay. I think it's referring to Long Island. Okay. And that's where... um, I don't know. Uh... I hate this. <laughs> I hate doing this. I don't like it. Oh, you've j- we've been doing it for nearly six years, six seasons, I not know. six years. And I've always hated it. All right. Um, so this is where they all want to banish their exes to Long Island or Garbage Island. Okay. So they're, yeah, they're throwaway dates. Go to Garbage Island. So, like, in their heads? In their in their fantasy, yes. Okay. The gang fantasize about... Banishing exes. Shipping their 
X's off to Long Island, a.k.a. Garbage Island. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I think we both probably fucked that up. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's it. We, we did the whole show. Um, we did it. It's late. Thank you. You can find this podcast wherever you found it. You already know how to do that. Uh, but you can also find a post for every episode at battleshippretension.com. That's where you can leave a comment. You can also find my other podcast, Battleship Pretension, which is about movies. Uh, there you can email us at the one where I met your mother at gmail.com. We'd love that. Uh, you can also find me at Davy Pretension on both Twitter and Blue Sky. Uh, so that's where you can find me. Uh, Natalie, where do you want people to find you on the internet? I don't, as you know, but if you like this episode, you should rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your mothers. Give us five stars on your app of choice. It's real easy to do, and Mm -hmm. we're told it helps people find us. Mm -hmm. If you think we don't deserve five stars, let us know why. Yeah, let us know what we could do better. Let us know your favorite after-school snacks. Yeah. Let us know the first time you ate sushi. Let us know your... Oh, yeah, first time sushi was a good one. Yeah. um, Pre... under, how, underage, underage boozing. How yeah, are you doing Underage yeah. boozing. And don't um, forget last week's uh, how do you take your hot dog Yeah. Uh, question. Yeah. And what's your coffee order? That's from two weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. That's, but are they all, they're all ever. They all apply. Yeah. yeah. Or you, you could, can tell us whatever you want. Yeah. You can send us, tell us something from a million years ago. Yeah. Um, until next time, we'll be at Grace Papaya. <laughs> oh, yeah. Speaking of hot dogs. Yeah.